welcome to Insight Flicks. This is a movie discussion podcast created by three brothers. My name is Mike. And like every week, I'm here with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. And this episode, we're just going to talk about one movie. We saw one big movie this week, and it's Godzilla vs. Kong. And this is like the big WB, uh, highly anticipated, uh, the next installment of the legendary MonsterVerse, which follows Godzilla, King of All Monsters. It also follows Kong Skull Island and the 2014 Godzilla. And uh, this is directed by horror, uh, cult horror filmmaker Adam Wingard. He is he's the guy who directed Your Next and the and the Guests, which is two films that I highly enjoyed. Rich, you you love those two movies, right? The Guest, yes. And uh, which one's Your Next? Uh, did I see that one? That was the home invasion thriller. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah. And Raymond, you like Adam Wingard's previous films? Yeah, yeah I like I like his work. Uh, the only movie of his that I didn't see was uh, Death Note. Oh, right, right, yeah, and you liked the the Blair Witch remake or reboot? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. This is Adam Wingard's like big first big studio tentpole franchise movie, and it, and it has a really good all star cast here. It includes uh, Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Tyree Henry, Aza Gonzalez, Julian Dennison, Kyle Chandler, and uh, Demian Bashir. And uh, so let's let's get into it. I mean, the story is basically what the title says. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, I should mention that this is going to be a spoil-free review. This is just going to be our quick reactions to what we just saw. Right now, Godzilla is out there and he's hurting people. We don't know why. We need Kong. The world needs him. So there it is. Uh, let's begin. Rich, what's your thoughts on Godzilla versus Kong? Uh, yeah, it's true. It's it's a it's an action flick. I mean, that's it. Well, uh, other than that, everything else was uh, not very good. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was no good drama. There's no good characters to root for. Yeah, I mean, it's just Godzilla versus Kong. It's a big giant lizard versus a big giant ape. That's what you're good. <laughs> that's you. What that's what you're paying to, to see, and that's what you're gonna get. So, did you enjoy it? Uh, as far as that, that goes, that's what I enjoyed. I mean, but the yeah, it, it's 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 pretty sad when the best actor um, in the in the film is uh, like an eight year old girl, and it's. It's even more sadder that she's the only one you're rooting for. <laughs> Anybody else could just die. <laughs> yeah, all the characters, all the all the human characters in the movie, kind of just are irreplaceable, or not irreplaceable, replaceable, or just kind of simply just there for uh, window dressing. They're not really given anything to do other than just say, "Hey, that's Godzilla there," and "Hey, that's Kong over there." But uh, uh, Raymond, what's your thoughts on this movie? Um, I I love the movie. I thought it was great. <laughs> um, I I thought the last two uh, Godzilla movies were 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 pretty good as well. I that I, had that, I thought they had a lot of problems, and um, I, I I I think this one has similar problems. But I think they it, it was all improved in this one. I thought the characters, while paper thin, like 
Richard's complaining. Um, <laughs> I, I, I still thought that it was a major improvement from the characters in the last film. Even Millie Bobby Brown, I thought, was better in this movie than she was. Well, not necessarily her performance was better, but her characterization was better in this movie than it was in the last one. And um, I, I do have issues with... Uh, with some characters in the in the movie, I don't want to get this. No spoilers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but who like which which actors? Uh, Damien Bashir. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Which disappoints me because because he's a, he's he's an incredible actor, but when every time I see him in a, in like a genre movie, I'm very disappointed by him. But it's I think a lot of it has to do with the type of roles he gets cast in in these genre movies. They always. Put him in the most over-the-top role. Oh, yeah. Well, we could we could mention that he plays a the CEO of uh, this company called Apex Cybernetics, and it's basically the what's it called the the company Monarch. Monarch. It's basically Monarch. I mean, in a sense, because Monarch is not a really a big presence in this movie. Uh, um. The but the what the really weird thing is that their last name is Simmons. Oh um, yes, because it, 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 it's Demian Bashir and uh, Aza Gonzalez. They play father and daughter. Yeah, and Wal- the- Walter Simmons and Maya Simmons. Uh, yeah, talk about uh, fantasy, <laughs> or talk about whitewashing <laughs> these two characters. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and basically they're just like carrying the, the you know, I guess we could say they're they're the evil corporation figures in this movie, right? Sure. So, what kind of problems did you have with his character, Raymond? Uh, a lot of it has to do with with, with performance and just the way it was written. Mm. Uh, it's just it was it's just a, it was it's it's a generic character. It's a yeah. generic. Yeah, I agree. It's generic how they handled it, and I I hated it. But um, I I don't I don't blame the movie for having that character. I understand they kind of needed it. I just kind of wish they had handled it a lot better because it's it's something we've seen many times before yeah well i think every you know to be fair i think every character in this movie are, is kind of underdeveloped uh i think the only person who but, has it, it, here hmm? let, oh, okay finish what you're gonna say finish well i think the only person the only character that's kind of integral part of the story is that the, is the young deaf girl who is who has this who has developed a strong bond with kong and she is played by uh, uh Kaylee hoddle uh, who is a, a real hearing impaired kid actress. Oh, okay. oh, really? Yeah. And this is her first acting uh, role ever. And f- for this being her first acting job, I think she did a very, very good job. But uh, uh, her yeah, character. She's, a, huh? she's, be- she's best actor in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. But her character is kind of like like everyone else is drastically under underdeveloped. And it's written. I, this is my opinion. I, I think it's written nearly exactly the same thing that Millie Bobby Brown's character did in Godzilla, King of uh, uh, King of the Monsters, which is basically to do is to look up in the sky and kind of invo- invoke this sympathy for the creature, or in this case, Kong. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I like like everyone really has a, every human character is just not really. But uh, that, but it doesn't matter, man. Like that's it's just to get you to the fight. Right, it's right. It's just to that's get a, you to. The, it's just the whole... to, and almost all the humans. It was all also just to to serve, you know, the the big third act, right? Reveal and I, I don't. Come on, <laughs> it was it was all, every every like fifty percent of this movie was nonstop action, and it was all great. It was phenomenal. I. I 
I would say that I, I do like some of the ideas. I like some of the concepts. At times, there are certain scenes where I, I, feel, I feel like this film was kind of inspired by the 1950s and the 1960s sci-fi movies of George Powell, who uh, who who did uh, The Time Machine, which is a film that I uh, enjoyed when I was little. I grew up with that film. I loved that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, but it never kind of, for me, it never reaches that kind of joyful sense of wonder. I but, that, but that's not this movie's fault. That's because it's, that's because it's a part of this, you know, universe, this monster verse. Yeah. It, it was, and I think part of the problem was, I think with the original Godzilla, who was the director of that film? Um, The Rogue One director? Yeah, What's uh, his name? Gareth Gareth Evans. No, I th- I, I think know. I I think what he was trying to do with that God and I, I like that Godzilla film, but I think what he was trying to do is I think he was trying to evoke more like uh what the uh, what the original Godzilla did. You know, mm-hmm. it was kind of more like a, a a bit like of a horror film, and it was like a it had it had a lot of weight to it. Yeah, I think he was trying to do something like that, and then when you make a sequel to that, and you try to do like uh, King of the Monsters, and you try to do um. Something that's more in in line with you know the the Godzilla sequels, but still keep it in that universe. I think that's where you have like a you know you're bumping heads. Yeah, I know. It's two I, things I, that it's two things that don't quite blend. But this movie in the second half, it really starts to it it, it, uh, it really starts to embrace that stuff. It leaves it open. It leaves it open so that the next one could be like maybe it, they they could have like a um like a Pacific Rim type. Uh, they, I mean. The, by the end of this movie, they're like in sci-fi territory completely. Yeah, I mean, that's why I say like uh, George Powell because he, you know, there's there's moments in the in the film where I go, wow, this technology really is uh, really advanced. Is this set in like modern times or is this set like like twenty years into the future? I mean, th- there's like really, yeah, like you, you like you mentioned, it does feel like kind of Pacific Rim and w- when it comes to some of the technology that used in the movie. But uh, well, well, it's probably. It's probably different. Uh, it's a different timeline, of course, because uh, um, uh, they're dealing with monsters ever since uh, Kong Skull Island, which took place in the seventies. So, ever since then, they're yeah. pre- they've been this this world's been prepared for uh, been been preparing for uh, monsters. Monsters, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's certainly set in some kind of alternate you know world, but. You know, like like I'll say this: like the 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 CGI in the movie is very it's very good. It's like it's it's done incredible incredibly well. It's very sensational. But even with the fight scenes, even with the fight scenes, I never once got that urge to like really get on, on my feet and pump pump my fist in the air. What? I Come never on! Did. I never did. I find myself, uh, you coward. <laughs> I find myself in through, through the whole movie, kind of asking myself, asking myself in my head, why are these monsters fighting each other? The motivation is never clear to me, or at least the motivation is never convincing. And I think the you know the motivation, the purpose of the film was intentionally left vague, because mainly because the, the screenplay here is terrible. The screenplay is. I, it feels like the script was written by a committee. It feels like it was. It served its purpose. Yeah, and also it feels like it, it was written with, with a lot of notes from the executives. And I think because of this, uh, the characters. It's still, an, it's still an improvement over the last couple scripts. Yeah, I will say this. This I think this movie is better than Godzilla, um, King of All Monsters, which was I think I, I, which is a terrible movie. I just it was. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was an awesome movie. <laughs> 
I just really it really feels like the whole everyone in the movie feels like one dimensional characters. Yeah, if, that's true. But uh, but look, think about it. Think about this. Look, you, let's talk about uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character really quick. Because okay. in, in the movie, he's like he's a podcaster. He's he's like uh, he's like the geek. He's a conspiracy his, theor- theor- yeah, theorist. Yeah, and his 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 character would usually be played by someone like Jake Johnson or like Adam Pauly. <laughs> yeah, okay. And yeah. and it's like they cast Brian Tyree Henry, and while it's a horrible role, a crappy character, he elevated it. He <laughs> elevated so much. Imagine imagine it if it was. Adam Polly there. <laughs> no, the lines were horrible, though. I know, I know, but it could have been worse. Imagine Jake Johnson or uh, or your favorite actor, uh, Rich, um, Damon Wayans. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, for a movie that you refuse to watch, it's only 2012. It's basically the same character as Woody Harrelson was in that movie. And, and Woody Harrelson. Eventually. Yeah, sure. <laughs> No, but the, you know, I had no problems with Brian uh, Tyree Henry's character, or at least his acting. Yeah, but it's not I, his no, fault. I mean, it's just it was the writing for him, right? And but I, unfortunately, he was stuck on the Godzilla camp because you know this movie it splits his focus into two parallel storylines. You got the the Kong camp, and you got the Godzilla camp. And basically, every time the film needs a breather, they would cut to the Godzilla camp, and it would, and then in that Godzilla camp, it's Millie Bobby Brown. Brian Tyree Henry and Julian Dennison, and every time they this movie did that, I go, "Oh no, don't do that! Forget <laughs> these people. They're not adding anything to the movie. These are useless characters who are not particularly essential to the story whatsoever." And look, I do, uh, I agree that Brian Tyree Henry does elevate his character, but every time they cut to this Godzilla trio here, I'm like. I- I they don't had like to, they, but I unfortunately they had to bring Millie Bobby Brown and um and um and Kyle Chandler back in 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 some capacity. Yeah, that's why and I, I think I, and I think both of them were much better. Well, Kyle Chandler's barely in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think both of them were much better than they were in the, in the last film. Even though I think Millie Bobby Brown's performance was actually better in the last Godzilla movie, I liked her character more this time because I thought she was just annoying in the last movie. <laughs> Well, I, like that's why I mentioned that the script does feel like it's written by these executives, you know, or at least is based on these notes from executives saying that you know, we have to do this and we have to do that and remember to check these boxes. And, and that's just that's just been Warner Brothers lately, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm so I feel more like like Richard. I I'm, I was disappointed by this movie. It seems like uh, you, yeah, especially since we just we had just finished seeing Kong Skull Island the night the night before just to prepare for this film mm-hmm. and. As far as I can, I'm concerned, Skull Island was fantastic <laughs> compared to this film. It was. The, I, I was it, totally I think, surprised by that. Yeah. Because of, yeah. Well, Kong, Kong Skull Island, I think it gets gets the tone right. I think they, it's not a serious movie whatsoever. But that's why I don't like it. It's too jokey. Uh, yeah, but the jokes worked in that film. I mean, I mean, I, ridiculous I as it was, it, it worked a, a lot better than than this film. I think it does have a sense of camp to it that's not doesn't go beyond a, a, a embarrassment. You know, it does have a certain tone where it goes like we're having fun here, where I think every other film in this this franchise, uh, except God, the original Godzilla, because I think the Godzilla, the original Godzilla, the the twenty fourteen Godzilla was very much a drama. <laughs> yes, yes, and, and all the Brian, actually the Brian Cranston storyline was re- I think really good. 
Yeah, the opening, yeah. Unfortunately, it just didn't have enough action in that movie. And so with the other Godzilla movies, they went overboard with the action and really kind of diminished any kind of uh, human characters. But uh, I think we call Kong Skull Island. I, I I enjoyed its campiness, or at least its its sense of like we're going to have fun here. And I didn't have any any sense of fun in this movie, other than you know, yes, it, it the CGI does work and it's very beautiful to look at. But I just didn't. I just I just wasn't convinced with the motivation of these two uh, monsters. Just there, I think there could have been better ways to approach these two coming together. You know, because like when they do eventually fight. It doesn't feel like it was earned these these moments, you know, but um, it is beautiful to look at. I, I agree with I that. No, for I, I don't know. For me, it just kind of felt appropriate because, like, what the hell is this guy doing here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's not it, it's not like you know, um, I don't know. It's not Batman and Superman. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, w- I would say. I mean. Uh, it was very smart for them to cut this down to um, uh, a little over uh, one hour and 45 minutes. And I would say if Batman versus Superman was cut down to a, an hour and 45 minutes, I probably even like a, <laughs> even a lot more, you know. Um, so if, if it was all action and this was all action for that. Were so. you surprised that it was mostly a Kong? This is basically a Kong sequel. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean. It feels like Godzilla was more kind of a co-starring role. Well, you know what? I I I just um I, I just watched the original King Kong versus Godzilla from 1962. Mm-hmm. And and holy crap, man. They they treat they treat King Kong like a like a bitch in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the the first mm-hmm. fight, the first fight with King with uh, King Kong and Godzilla like King Kong loses, but he just like walks away, like scratching his head, and he just like walks off. And I'm just like puzzled at this, like what? And then like later, um, like he he gets picked up and like by hell, like from with a net by a helicopter, and they just drop him on top of Godzilla like a, like a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> like they they King King Kong is a, a joke in the movie. He gets. Uh, throughout the whole movie, he's just he's just treated like crap, and I, I felt like that this movie kind of re- <laughs> helped him. Um, it redeemed that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, Kong. I, I think I would. Say, I think they would. I think it's okay to say that Godzilla feels to be more powerful in this movie, where Kong. I mean, obviously, they try to make him more human, or at least give him some human uh, attributes in the film. You know, when he's communicating with the with the young girl. And um, it seems like he is much more of a weaker character, or at least he's less monster in this movie. Would you agree with that? Sort of, but he did kill plenty of people. Also, I oh mean, no, he has some really some really great moments in this movie yeah. where he's like, yeah, he has some really great moments in this movie where he really shows how powerful he is. But uh, I, yeah, and it seems to me like the Kong in in these films have a much more wealth of, of story here to explore than Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla still me- feels like a mystery to me. It's all Incredible Hulk to me. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, uh, you know what? Let's grade the movie right now. What would you grade this, Rich? I'd probably just give it a C, maybe even C plus. I mean, it, it, wow. it, it was uh, just, the action was good. I mean, uh, um, if you're team 
Kong from the beginning, then you're going to have a great time. I mean, yeah. So, uh, and yeah, so it's, it's a C, C, C if you're a Godzilla fan and C plus if you're a Kong fan. Well, I I really did not like this movie. I'm going to give this two stars. I'm going to give this maybe a D plus or a C minus somewhere in between that, but you know, two stars out of five. So, um, uh, you know, I, I just yeah. t- did typical not... for Marvel fans. <laughs> <laughs> did not enjoy the movie. Uh, what okay. was your What's your grade, Raymond? I love I love this movie. I think this is one of the best Godzilla movies ever made. Uh, wow! I think this I think this is a B plus. I could see many people giving this like an A. This is fantastic. You guys are crazy. <laughs> well, I compare this film to Pacific Rim, which gets a, a, a like. Lot, I love uh, Pacific Rim too. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, well, people don't, and that's that's what's so, sad. I don't care. I I like it. I like both. All right, all right, all right. Oh, let's rank all the MonsterVerse movies. Uh, how would you rank this movie with all the other movies, Rich? Just the WB movies, not not not, not including like the Peter Jackson. The mon- no, MonsterVerse, just, just the MonsterVerse, the legendary movies. Okay, uh, first one will be Kong Skull Island. Uh, second one will be this film. Uh, third will be the first Godzilla and Kingdom All Monsters, whatever <laughs> was the last one. Yeah, I agree. That that's basically my ranked. Uh, that's how I would rank it too. We watched Kong Skull Island for the first time yesterday, mm-hmm. and the only reason I didn't I waited this long to watch it is because I really am not really a fan of this franchise. I just wish that Adam Wingard did. I, I just didn't feel Adam Wingard in this movie. Um, this is feels more like it was directed by uh, 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 CGI artist than a real director. But uh, Raymond, how would you rank your MonsterVerse movies? Okay, well, yeah, this is my favorite one. I give yeah B plus. Um, my second favorite, I guess, is kind of a tie between the the last two Godzilla movies. Um, I, I would give those like B minuses for what they are. And um, my I, I, I my least favorite Skull Island. It's too jokey for me. It's mm. oh wow. It's, I I don't really care for the movie very much. I give it a C plus. Hmm. No, all right, there you go. <laughs> all right, so that's our take on Godzilla versus Kong. It's now available on HBO Max. It's also out on in theaters. Um, we'll be back with a new episode very soon. If you want to hear past episodes, Rich, tell the people where they can hear past episodes of Inside Flicks. Uh, they can find us on Apple iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, they can find all our links on InsideFlix.com. All right. All right. Thank you for listening. All right. Bye-bye. Raw.